Brand new open tabs. If you don't know the show, here's the deal. I am on the road every weekend. I open tabs throughout the weekend, Googling stuff that I'm interested in. And then I keep those tabs open, hence the name open tabs. And then we go through on Wednesdays and we shut them down and we talk about what I learned and I share it with you. For instance, I kind of shit on Meek Mill at one point. I feel bad. See, this is where the base of ignorance starts. I didn't understand the problem with Meek Mill. Like I didn't understand I didn't understand what was going on. It just seemed like a guy who violated a bunch of probations, right? We talked about this. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It seemed like a guy who violated by the way, Liberty Township Funny Bone. I am there this weekend. Tickets available for Sunday show. I think Friday and Saturday are both sold out. Uh Sunday show. Maybe check Friday. And by the way, if they're sold out, you can always show up and usually people forgot they bought tickets a month ago and don't show up. So you can always get tickets at the door. I didn't I I couldn't understand what was going on with Meek Mill. There's this big thing that if like that's going on in society right now like uh where it seems like seems like fucking it seems like this big apology uh culture going on. Like ah, I'm sorry, 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 sorry. Like and so I tried to call bullshit on it going like the guy's violated probation like 10 times. No, that's not that's not accurate, but like five times like fist fight at the airport, right? Uh, fucking drug and, and, and gun charges, uh, riding a motorcycle, uh, altercation. I never heard his side of the story. Here's why I apologize to Meek Mill, and I'd like to apologize to all young black men that are going through this at the same time. He was on The Breakfast Club, possibly the greatest fucking internet radio show ever. The Breakfast Club. I will... Please, I would love, I know it's not going to stay in your lane as the big motto this year, everyone's saying. I would love to do the Breakfast Club when I'm promoting my Netflix special. This should be airing sometime in August, September. Um, bro, Charlemagne the God and uh, the other guy have both been arrested and served 10 years probation. 10 years probation. Meek Mill talks about this. I mean, this is amazing that they both had both are just simply black men and they had served 10 years probation like that. What are the odds? By the way, they're in the entertainment business. Like they're, they're not, it's, they're, I mean, no offense, but they're nerds. I mean, in, in the theory, in the scope of what, what, you know, like what's re- keep it real is they're nerds. They're corporate sellouts. I mean, no offense to Charlamagne the God and the other guy, but like. They're not, they're not like thugs. They're not gangbangers. They're, they're, they're me. They're me. They're the guys that want to have a job and want to work hard and want benefits and want to provide for their families. They're not, they're nerds. Like I'm not a thug. I'm not a crazy dude. I, I, yes, I've gotten involved in craziness in my childhood, but I've never been like a dangerous dude. And both Charlemagne and the other guy, I can't remember the fucking other guy's name. I wish I could remember the other guys. All I remember is he's a guy that walked out on here. Carry myself, you know I'm from Philly. We grow up a little, we a little angry a little bit. Right, this is what I hate about my open tabs. Hit me up, Safari. Sometimes I go to hit my thing, and it just doesn't play as quickly as I need it to play. What Wi-Fi are we on right now? We're on Bertrude. Maybe I shouldn't give out my Wi-Fi. Anyway. What's going on? Where we come from? Uh, God put me. Hang on. I want to hear. I want you to hear this. Oh my God! Fuck this fucking podcast. When I was coming at, coming up at at the time. It was like. Yeah, more ruthless in the area, so I had to make a move. Is that why that situation with Grand Hustle never worked? Yeah, basically, it was it was other little things to it. It was other people. In I, the want, I, I just want story. They're going to judge it anyway. But then the real story comes out, and we're like, wow, there's a lot more layers to this, and that is the case, I think, with a lot of people. Not even just with you, but a lot of people that are in jail for violating probation, and that brings light to a lot of other people going yeah. through things. They got somebody like me that got seven lawyers that can't get out of a situation. Right. Imagine. Someone who don't have the type backing that I got going on, you know, to destroy their life in the quickness, and they would never get relief from a situation like that. Basically, right now, I'm on the street. I got a two-year sentence right now. Well, a four-year sentence right now. The point is he's making, is, which is mind-blowing for me, and I... She really is going to open the garage right fucking now? Is that... What he's saying is that young black men are put into a system, and this is true. I've served jury, jury duty. I've, this is all I witnessed, and when I brought it up, everyone thought I was racist for saying it. All you see f- coming out of those courtrooms are young black men. Young black men who look 
frustrated, exhausted, and confused. None of them look like confident. Like I would, if I was coming out of a courtroom with my father, who's a lawyer or my best friend's father, who's a lawyer, I would have a team of lawyers. By the way, they'd, it would be free for me because all my friends, families are lawyers, right? It would be completely free for me. Or Meek Mill has money. He has a team of lawyers and he's still got 10 years probation. Now here's the catch. These judges are throwing 10 year probation onto these young black men. I guess in theory to keep them out of trouble thinking, if you got probation for 10 years, that's 10 years I don't have to worry about a perp, theoretically. That's 10 years that you can't smoke pot, can't really party, got to check in with your PO, like the whole fucking things. But what they're saying is that they're basically taking away the opportunity to fuck up a little bit to these. Because if you get arrested, even if there's not a charge, you break probation. That's what Meek Mill said. In the airport, there are security cameras. They got into an altercation. Someone put hands on Meek Mill and his group. By the way, Meek Mill was like, I got on that flight. I did not get arrested. I did not get in trouble. But because cops were called, he broke his probation and he had to go to jail. He did a wheelie on a motorcycle in the street. That's illegal. It's By the way, it's it's just a it's just a, a, a little bit of a, a, it's a little bit of a ticket, a citation. But the cops were called felony something order dropped dropped but even the fact that it was brought up meek mill violated his probation and that's why he went to jail and that is why i want to apologize to meek mill because when we watched this the first time we read the wikipedia page and it just seemed like violation after violation after violation after violation they don't say oh completely acquitted charges dropped nothing happened the simple violation is the reason he's back in jail and so Meek Mill now is working to try to fix that for young black men. And I think that should be, I think it should be across the board. I think, I think 10 years probation is fucking ridiculous. 10 years probation, bro. I would have violated my probation. On accident. Oh, oh, on, on, oh, yeah. Well, like dumb shit, like a wheelie. That's crazy. So I wanted to start this off because that was the one thing that blew me away this week as I opened tabs. I watched this whole interview with The Breakfast Club. DJ Envy is his name. DJ Envy. Yeah. Um, so shout out to Meek Mill. I hope you get accomplished what you get accomplished. I just got done running. We should mention I'm doing a triathlon. Um, I just got done running on my Assault Fitness. Not a sponsor, uh, Air Runner. Not a sponsor. They simply, they didn't even send me one. A guy who knows a guy has got me one. Um, and it's fucking insane. I just ran three miles. <laughs> And uh, I got a lot of work to do for this triathlon, although I really think I can ballpark it. I really think I could do a triathlon, no training, to be dead honest with you. It would hurt, but I think the swim is what I'm concerned about. I'm doing a triathlon. It's going to be sometime in August or depending on my training, June. But I'm going to just, I'm going to see if I can do the swim first. So I've got, I've Googled so many triathlon things. I'm not going to share all the triathlon things with you. I will just say that I am I am like so excited about this triathlon. One of the coolest things about getting involved with a new hobby is buying all the gear. <laughs> oh, I need a wetsuit. I need triathlon pants. I need a bike. I need shoes. I need shoes that are clipped into my bike so I can get a quick uh, TR. That's transition time. TT, T1, T1. Transition one is out of the water onto the bike. By the way, I've Googled everything you need to know about triathlons. I can tell you everything. I bought four pairs of swim goggles to go swimming this morning so I could test out to see if I could swim 400 meters. That's how long the swim is for the triathlon I'm looking at. 400 meters. 400 meters is roughly 457 feet. The pool I'm training at is 25 yards or 457 yards the pull i'm training at is 25 yards so if i can go every day and i know that this isn't how we train for mar- triathlons i watched all the fucking videos oh it's not just swimming the distance it's not just running the distance but let me tell you something i have a feeling if i can swim 500 meters 500 yards jog three miles and then get on my spin bike and spin for fucking an hour i think i can do the triathlon so that I'm going to try it one day because I want to do a sprint triathlon. I know my brain starts going, Bert, do the Olympic triathlon. Fuck Bert, do the Sierra Nevada triathlon where it's even a shorter sprint, but you're at 7,500 feet altitude. It's fucking gorgeous. Open water swims in a lake overlooking mountains with, oh, and you're in a wetsuit. So you got a little buoyancy. By the way, I've done so much fucking research on triathlons. I will not share with you everything I know, like, hey, what are we training in socks for? Real athletes don't train in socks. They clip in. They have little clips on the back of their, uh, on the little uh, extensions on the back of their bike so their feet, their feet are all set up. I am blown away by triathletes. And by the way, this isn't a passing fade in a phase. In a weird way, it's something I've wanted to do since I was in high school, but I'm afraid of sharks. 
And so I, that was my biggest fear is I'm afraid of sharks. So the first one I'm going to do is going to be in a lake so I can get oh, cool with the open water, know what it's like, and know that, like, I watched the Iron Man. I watched the full Iron Man from last year, like the full coverage. It was an hour last night. I, I got high and I couldn't stop. I, and, uh, and I watched the Iron Man. Dude, these guys are fucking monsters, monsters. Anyway, I did a podcast with Zach Bitter this week in, in Tempe, and we talked about training for another marathon, and I thought, while I'm training for another marathon, I might as well break it up and train for a triathlon. By the way, I'm not going to change my lifestyle at all. Don't worry. You're still getting the same Bert. That's like Carrot Top saying, oh, I'm also hosting a TV show. Don't worry. He's bringing out the goofy hammer. Um, you know what I just Googled? What did you Google? Triathlon shark attack. Do you want to know if anything came up? Several things did come up, in case you were wondering. Why would you share this with do you? Me? <laughs> you, you know, do you know that I Googled, I imaginary Googled triathlon shark attack, and I got zero up? I got zero <laughs> up. There are guys that get attacked by sharks training for triathlons, but in a triathlon, I got zero. Please tell me you got zero. Oh, there are several. Here's a couple of headlines. 52-year-old triathlete recovering from savage shark attack. That's not technically a triathlon shark that attack. That doesn't count. Um, one year later, triathlete shark attack victim is back in the water. Mm -mm. Inspiring. It doesn't count. You could be inspiring. In a triathlon. Uh, there's no shark attacks in a triathlon. Oh, here's, here's a good one. A strike from beneath and a triathlete is gone. No, that's in a triathlon. I'm not training in the open fucking water. I'm not a Nimrod. <laughs> I'm training in a pool. I think these are just people who happen to be triathletes who happen to get... By the way, if you get sharks. attacked by a shark, why wouldn't you say you're a triathlete? <laughs> <laughs> Sir, what do you do? Mm, I'm, I'm a triathlete. I was training. Looks like you have a red solo cup in your hand, sir. <laughs> I was training for a triathlon. Why, why wouldn't you, in that moment, why wouldn't you punch up all your pedigree? <laughs> They're pulling you into the boat. What happened? I was chasing a 15-year-old girl that was swimming out here. She's hot as fuck. And I thought if I got out to open waters, I could fuck her and there'd be no laws. What? I mean, I'm a triathlete. <laughs> I love the concept that, that in a moment of sheer, like, fucking American panic, like a shark attack Terror. or a plane crash yeah. or a fucking terrorist bombing. You can you can paint your story any way you want it in the moment and then just buy it. Oh fuck. <laughs> if if anyone watching ever gets attacked by a shark, just tell them you're a triathlete. Oh, Oh, that's why I do this podcast. That's the only reason I do this podcast. By the way, I'm done. I could be done right now. How much time have we done? 12 minutes. I could be done right now. It's just to give me one giggle. Can I tell you what I was giggling about last night? I'm in Georgia's, uh, I'm in Georgia's, Georgia's choir, choir. And uh, I have a joke about, I'm not going to sell my joke right now, but I have a joke about, I have a joke about uh, the, the premises uh, Leanne's, Leanne's vagina is tight, right? And so I'm trying to think of analogies for what it is. And I'm coming up with them and I'm laughing hysterically. And Leanne's like, what are you laughing about? And I was like, I cannot share it with you now. I can't ever share it with you. I mean, Brendan Sagalo. Did you see Amy Schumer kick that guy off stage? Brendan Sagalo? No. By the way, shout out to Brendan Sagalo, man. You handled that like a champ. You did cuck up a tad bit. Um, but I'll tell you what, man. I know who you are now. I didn't know who you were before, but I know who you are now. And you were funny as shit on, and you fucking, you're, you're just. What you're happened? Oh, oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next one. Um, <laughs> Brendan Sagalow was on stage. Amy Schumer came in. Uh, he was at Caroline's. He was doing his first headlining set. And Amy Schumer came in 10 minutes into his set. And, you know. I think blinders, when you're that famous, the the blinders of what life's really like are, I mean, I know that I, I'm not, I'm not, I've never been Amy Schumer famous. I don't need to say that out loud. Um, but there are times where you, you feel like you feel privilege, I guess. Like, like, uh, I'm trying to think if I've ever had that fucking experience. I haven't technically what she did. 
she just came into Caroline's. She was practicing her SNL monologue. She wanted to get on stage. He had just gone up. He was doing a headlining set. His whole family came in from Long Island to watch him. She saw it. was I guess it was a good room. And then she just went up to the stage. She's like, hey, Brendan, big fan, which is a lie, which is a total lie. I mean, I, I hate to jump on the fucking shit on Amy Schumer bandwagon. But she, she's like, I follow you on Instagram. She doesn't even follow me on Instagram. I know her. She, and she would never say big it's just a lie she just wanted to get on stage and so she she was like can I get on stage for 10 minutes in the middle of a set which is not cool by the way I mean across the board not cool he said yes I mean it, it, in a situation like that like for the record if Chappelle came up and was like actually I'd be like go fuck yourself I, I, maybe I would maybe I wouldn't I don't know I mean Chappelle would never do that no he would never go up and be like hey can I, I'm practicing for something can I just take your stage time and then fuck your show up for you but he did great he did great but the thing is he called in the Legion of Skanks and uh, and they were talking about then he shared the text messages Amy shared with him on Legion of Skanks and it was making me laugh hysterically so she texted him after she did that yeah and was telling him what to say about it and how to fucking react Ooh. and yeah and he just shared it he was like Amy Schumer interrupts up and coming comic set. The I feel pretty star showed up at Caroline's on Broadway. That's just basically what I said. She basically came in, went up to the manager and asked if she got on stage. The manager said Brennan had just gotten up. She asked she asked for ten minutes and the manager explained how he was doing a long set. Amy said, but I, Amy said, but I'm Amy Schumer, which All right, let's get out of this. There's nothing. All I have to say is Brennan Segalo is uh that was cool. Uh, if you ever want to come on and jump on any one of my shows and I'm ever on Brendan, you got to open invite. But you just got to come up when I'm 10 minutes in and go, hey, Bert, I'm Brendan Sagalo. <laughs> Do you mind if I get... I'm, but I'm Brendan Sagalo. Uh, good name, though. Brendan Sagalo. I like it. His Instagram is right here if you want to follow him. Brendan Sagalo. He's got 1,500 followers as of this date. Let's see how many he's got now. 1,500. Let's see if this helped his career. Ooh, 3,000. He doubled it. Here, this is his... Uh, I'm doing another headlining night, Stand Up New York, June 15th. I'm calling it Uninterrupted. More details to come. Go see him at Stand Up New York. Uh, he seems very funny. He seems very, very funny. Uh, I, I, you know, I didn't get to see any of his stand-up because Amy interrupted it, but I'm joking. <laughs> Shout out to Brenda Segalo. She just does that every show he does. Oh, let's get out of that. Uh, that's not to be shared. Please don't show that. Um... I don't know what I was looking on YouTube for. Let's get out of that. Nine Inch Nails announces a tour. This is fucking badass. Nine Inch Nails announces a tour. And they say, no internet release. If you want a ticket, you got to go to the venue and stand in line and purchase a ticket like it's 1972. And I fucking love it. I love it, man. I love it. I love throwback shit like that. <clears throat> it makes me want to go see Nine Inch Nails. It makes me want to go and see Nine Inch Nails because that is, yeah, let's get out of the fuck. Let's, I mean, granted, it's so much easier to buy shoes these days when you just go, oh, if I go to Nike.com, I can type in size 13 Pegasus ATs and just buy three pairs, dot, 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 dot. And you know that you're getting, you know, I mean, that is pretty nice. I got three pairs of Nike, Nike Pegasus ATs coming. They're my favorite shoe I've ever worn. And one, the one thing I've learned about shoes. Now, this is a little bit of first world uh, dealing with problems. The thing I learned about shoes is when you like a shoe, they, they do stop making them. So for me, if I like a shoe, if it's comfortable, I have bad feet because I'm such an elite athlete, I just buy them in bulk. I get whatever shoe I want and I buy like three pairs. And then I, I interchange them and I and I... And so these Nike Pegasus AT, let's see if I can find them. They're fucking awesome. I, I and you know I'm sponsored. I'm obviously I'm sponsored by Nike. But uh, did you read their statement, the Nine Inch Nails statement? About no. What is why that? they're doing it? Here, let me find it. These are the shoes I'm talking about. So I got these ones first. Okay, let's see if we can blow this up. Now th this is a kind of funky, funky color, but I think it's cool. I like a little little razzle dazzle on your shoe, especially when you're when you're on stage. Um, but what they are is they're drawstring. They're really comfortable. They have high arches and they're big cushioning around the heel. I get a size 13. And by the way, you can go to Nike.com and you don't have to worry about getting an upsell. Is it 150 bucks? Is it 105 bucks? I've got every fucking 
color practically of these. And then uh, and, my, and if you want, go to Something's Burning with Brennan Schaub and um, Brian Callen. Those are the shoes I show Brennan Schaub. He's like, oh, those are cool. And then uh, I showed them to Chris D'Elia. I go, what do you think? And then Chris D'Elia said, those are dope, lit as fucks, um, yo. And I don't know what he said, but he said he liked them. I said, yeah, but they're kind of dad shoes. He goes, I fucking rock them. And I was like, yeah, but you're not a dad. Like, that's why when you rock them, it's ironic. When I rock them, everyone's like, oh, he's got foot problems. But I, I, hold, I hang my dick on the fact that D'Elia and, uh, and Brennan Schaub can rock them. Georgia Chapman says she was never suspicious of her estranged husband, Harvey Weinstein. Sure. Okay, I buy it. Here's what I'm, here's what I'm here to talk about Georgina Chapman about. Georgina is her name? Um, shout out to Scarlett Johansson for rocking her fucking outfit. That is not... And shout out for Colin Jost for dating Char- Scarlett Johansson. Holy shit, what a score that guy got. <sighs> That's fucking impressive, bro. That's fucking impressive. That's too much stress in my life. Head writer of SNL, dating Scarlett Johansson. Do you know what a fucking psycho boyfriend I'd be? I could not focus on work. I'm just a headlining comic dating a fucking solid six and married to her. I married her. I got her pregnant. She was an eight when I met her. Brought her down to a six after two kids. Not bad. I've seen a lot of wives go to a three. I'd take a five. She's. I take this back. When I met Leanne, she was a... Let's put it in car perspectives. When I, when I went in to buy Leanne, she was a brand new... She was a brand new Yukon Denali. White bucket seats, captain seats in the back. Beautiful. 2002 edition. That's a good looking car. Have you seen one of those? Mm -hmm. It's a good looking car. Okay, hold on. Yukon Denali. I know people don't like when I shit on the end on my podcast or on on stage. Isn't that crazy? She's like it, got a lot of fans now. I know, but it's like a joke. Like, I, like I can't just even joke about my wife because, like, I said something about. Um, I forget the premise was like it was like oh I wouldn't be cool if blowjobs weren't cheating, and like Trump came out and was like all right that's it blowjobs don't count as cheating. I was like I'd be like oh, Trump's got some good ideas, some bad ones, some good ones, and they were like you could hear people go oh. And I'm like I, I'm not cheating on my fucking wife, but everyone thinks about it. Yukon Denali. 2001 it's a good looking car images let's go white that's the one I had Look here look at this it's a good looking car right that's a, that's a, that's, a, that's a classic body of, of one of those trucks big bodied it's not the early edition which was married to the the Escalade where they had uh uh two doors in the back the back seat though doesn't recline naturally you got to like pull them out and you had to carry the back seats the back seats would get stolen out of these a lot this is a great car i paid cash for it in 2001 that's leanne's my yukon denali white but it's the high end white you know color not i didn't mean that in a racial way (laughs) it's the high end white actually if it was leanne it would be the flat white She's from a small uh, town of 1,200 people, a little redneck. But where's this analogy going? My point is, uh, it's a great fucking car. There's no reason to get rid of it. But when you pull up to valet, everyone's like, oh, cool. I love my wife. I'm not shitting on my wife. I'm trying to make a joke. I hope you guys would already laying on Adam Sandler. I never ended up watching that. Legion of Skanks reads Amy's private message. That's the one. It's so fucking good. Let's real quick see if we can see legions of skanks reading the private messages. Artie's on it. Or, uh, oh, never mind. Oh, no. Brendan's here. He's at, he's at this one. Watch this video. Legion of Skanks reads Amy Schumer's private message to Brendan Sagalow. It's really good. Watch that video. This is the video. Um, it's got 69,000 views. It's fucking funny. Watch. Okay, I'll be Amy. I hate uh, this very much. Hey, I hope the show went really well. Did you title it Cucked or Someone Else? Great. That Biggie Smalls? I was getting all these texts saying you cucked me. But honestly, Uh, I I did not give a shit. I thought it was fun and exciting. My mom got to see a funny comic. My mom got to see a funny comic? That was horribly said. It was like. It just sounds like you were were blowing her. Uh, That's so nice. 
<laughs> I think you are. Yeah, I think you are so great. And I know neither of us will ever forget it. Well, this is making me uncomfortable. I know. By the way, Amy has already forgotten that night. I know. Yeah. I'm worried that you... I'm so uncomfortable. Well, listen, listen, messages listen, listen. tonight. <laughs> I'm worried that you are in chat rooms or talking to dudes who use that phrase. That's, that's where I thought she was kidding. I was like, oh, that's funny, chat rooms. If it, had, if it had been a dude, would they say he cucked you? Oh, so her problem was that it wasn't feminist enough, your response? Oh, my no. God. Holy shit, wait. Has... Brendan, she's just giving you shit. She's cucking you again. And by the way, <laughs> she cucked you and it's cucking you over cucking you. Yeah, it's usually when a dude does it to you. Yes. By yeah. the way, that's usually the, what it the, is when a dude does yes, it to you. Yes, the definition of the word is it happening from a dude. Has Amy, who but used you, to be very on. She's only writing you because it's feminist against. She's like, yes. no, no, my feminist radar. By the way, when I met Amy, she would do a solid one-liner misdirection rape joke. That's yeah. what she was fucking known for. This is it kind of breaks my heart a tad bit to see someone who I always knew as sane lose their fucking mind. If that's what I mean, that part of that goes like, man, that's why Chappelle went to fucking South Africa because you do get crazy. I got to get out of here and uh, I got to, we wrap this up in 25 minutes. Remind me that. Okay. okay. I got to go to El Segundo Comedy Fest, but this gets good. Wait, you see how excited Ari gets when he sees part of this message. This is. <laughs> and she has drank the Kool-Aid so much that I, she goes, dude, could cucked ever be referred to as a man coming in and doing well, it? Well, far better on stage was, now. So I thought she was joking. I was like laughing at that for like five minutes. Hang on. I was like, <laughs> she continues, Brandon. I'm having a little weird swingers party next week. Would you come be a human toilet? <laughs> with me, my That's why I love Big J. Wait, watch how excited Ari gets, okay? Continues. Hey, Bert, do you do a show where you just watch your friend's podcast? Yeah, sometimes, so you don't have to. Listen, Legion of Skanks is like every fucking day. I don't know that, but... Can my mom come to that, LOL? I'm just kidding. I'll leave her home that night. Is this a paid thing or is just something for the love of? Wow. What if Brand, Brandon, was just, uh, Brandon was eating, Brendan, sorry, was eating pussy, and then Amy just comes up and goes, hey, it's Amy Schumer. Can I finish that pussy? Here's my Let me do 10 good. minutes real quick. <laughs> All right, so, Dad, go, go. Man, this is great. You, you gotta, gotta, you gotta push the fuck out. <laughs> I no, this is why I love watching Ari get fucking excited. Oh, man, this is great. This is why I like Brendan. This is why I like Brendan is he shares all this shit with these guys who are bigger comics than him. But now he's like, he's like, it's, it's, it's fun. This is why, this is what she is missing about comedy is this is what comedy is, is fucking you're my level. You're my equal. We're all equals. That's what. That's why Dave Chappelle doesn't come in in the middle of my set and go, "Hey, it's Dave. Do you mind if I just do time in the middle of what you're doing, and then you can come back on, and it'll be really difficult for you?" That's why he doesn't do that. We're all equals. Now, yes, we all understand that Chappelle is way up here, and and if he wants to do an hour, everyone in the room goes, "We get it. We totally get it." No one's getting pissed off. If Chappelle, Chris Rock, Jerry Seinfeld, Ron White, Joe Rogan, by the way, Joe would never fucking do that because Joe is at that like socialist, like we're all the same level. Like Joe's, Joe D'Elia, like anyone that works at the store would never fucking allow that. Is a cuck. All right, ready? Go, Brandon. I'm just doing it in regular voice. Haha, ha. cucked is a new fun word that nobody's going to Oh, God, I yet. hate this no, so no, much. Just shut up, Brandon. I hate Brandon. this so much. Shut I, up, you haven't let him say it. I'm sorry. I think you're great. No, I, start that over. I didn't oh, hear no, it. No, I hate ha, this. Ha. I didn't hear it. Haha, ha. cucked is a new fun word that nobody's getting upset at yet. I think you're Ugh. great. And I saw your movie with 72 other women, and it was fantastic. Oh, oh my God. Shit, Brendan. I thought we were shit. having a good Oh, this is why I like you, Brendan. <laughs> oh, my God. You deserve everything I you know. got. And then he finally I'm now, now I'm pissed off that she let you back on stage. Yeah. <laughs> she should have kept going. She should have kept going. I know. She made the stage. She had no She should have taken out scissors back and cut the wire oh, with the God. microphone and got off stage. I, the thing is, I already. <laughs> what she said. She should have Cut the cord of the microphone. <laughs> this is a good episode of Open Tabs. By the way, I do understand that I'm just watching my friends be funny and laughing at them on YouTube or on the podcast, but I want to share with you what I find, and this is what I found. And if you hadn't found this, you're loving this shit. Look at 
know the things I've said too, and I'm just waiting for you to get to them. Oh, it's going to get worse. The worst. Yeah. No. The worst. Well, when you say it like that, when you say it, you say it like a 12-year-old. She should have put the bag of fucking crawfish over that mic. Okay, I'm gonna let you enjoy this. Okay, this is episode 361 of Legion of Skanks. Uh, Legion of Skanks reads Amy Schumer's private message to Brendan Sagalow. Shout out to Brendan, man. You got a fan out of me. Um, what, however that worked uh, for you. Look, I, I Googled it twice. I was watching it twice on two different fucking pages. That's how fucking great it was. Oh, shit. Look at this motherfucker. Look at this motherfucker. So... Everyone knows I'm a man of, of fleeting passions. I find things that I get into. For instance, spearfishing for hoghead grouper on the Keys. One of my biggest passions that I've never done, but I can talk to you in depth about because I've researched it pretty heavily on YouTube. I have a favorite free diver. <laughs> Actually, I have two. Now I have a third favorite free diver, okay? This guy, it's man, this is fucked up. This guy... He's just into the adventure of freediving. So he's in Florida. And by the way, I would love to shoot something with him next time I'm in Florida. Something a little easier or cooler. Now, this is scary. He goes and finds this swamp. Let's get back to here, okay? He goes and finds this swamp, and he it's covered in muck. And he goes, I understand there's a spring in there. There also is probably alligators. What I'm going to do is I'm going to get into the muck. I'm going to dive down. And then I'm going to open up an air canister and that'll create a hole in the muck because bubbles will come up and sun can shine down. And then that'll allow me to dive into the deepest parts of this free diving, free diving. Just check this dude out. Down to the bottom of this pond here, let a little bit of air out of the scuba tank. It should shoot up air to the top of the surface and all the bubbles should separate. Let's, let's see if we can get up to pedals away and create a nice little hole for the sunlight to come through so I can see what I it's not catching up speed. Let's get to where he does this. Look at him go into this fucking muck. Do you see that? Hold on. It's fucking... It's it's not catching up. Oh, my God. This fucking scared the living shit out of me. Let's let's reboot this page. Let's reboot. You got to see this. It's fucking... Hey, what's up, guys? Almighty here. Today, I'm in the middle of the woods in Florida, and I just located a brand new spring to go dive in. Before we came down to the spot, we saw a sign, and it said, Beware of alligators. Okay. Let's just get to the part. I don't know why it's taking so low. I wonder if something's wrong with my internet. You got to see this. This is fucking insane. So to put perspective in it, the guy's in camos, okay, like camo dive suit. He's got a blue air tank that's like, you know, like a, a like a pony tank. He's got his goggles on, a GoPro on, and he's got a vest. I think it's a, I want to say it's a, I don't know what it is. I don't know what kind of vest that is. I'd be interested if someone could reach out this guy. His, his YouTube, the YouTube video is called Found Secret Simming Hole Underneath a Florida Swamp. Beware of alligators. He does that a lot. A little clickbaity. Little clickbaity. Yeah, it looks like I'm going into a swamp. Watch this guy. Wow. What a, I think it just drops off deep right here, dude. The water is like crystal clear blue. Dude, what a fuck. By the way, I grew up in these swamps, like around these swamps. Never once in my fucking life did I ever think there's something in there that I need. Never once did I walk by one and go, I wonder what's underneath all that muck. I wonder if I put all my camos, my really good dive fins, some goggles and a preserver of some sort that probably has some sort of ammunition in there. If I put a tank under there, filled it with air, if their light could come, I bet I'd find some cool shit. Boy, was I fucking wrong. Look how, oh my God, look how clear that is. As I look down there, it's crystal clear. Crystal! At glance, it looks like we're in the middle of a swamp, but this is like a hidden treasure, man. Like this is It really is a hidden fucking treasure. So beautiful. I haven't looked everywhere, but I don't see any alligators. I haven't looked everywhere, but I haven't seen any alligators. <laughs> that could change real quick. It's a guy who does not wear condoms. I can promise you that. We should be fine. Let's do this. We should be fine. There he goes. He's filling it up with air, right? And then he dives back up. The bubbles create a little opening, but look how crystal clear that is. Alright guys, I got like green stuff all over me, man. So I have my air tank at the bottom of the pond. Let's just go into a this. A little bit of air, and it's kind of making a hole in this Just slime. take a look at how beautiful this is. That we'll just quit. Look at that, look at that, look at that. 
God damn it, this fucking internet's so fucking slow back here. Anyway, go find this video. It's called Found Secret Swimming Hole Underneath Florida Swamp. It really is badass. We're going to get out of it. We're going to wrap this up in about 10 minutes. Oh, I, by the way, I watched everything this guy does. His, his, uh, his name's Jordan. It's called Jiggin' with Jordan. I think that's his... That might not be it. We'll see. I'll tell you. No, that's not his, that's not his, uh, that's something else. I don't know what that was that I Googled, Jigging with Jordan. That's this guy. His web, web page is, or his YouTube is D-A-L-L-M-Y-D. This is him. Uh, once again, clickbait, found crystal clear swimming spot in Florida. Beware of alligators. There's no alligators. Never once has a guy seen an alligator. He even does one with shark attacks. No shark attack. It's just beautiful fucking swimming holes in Florida. Oh, yeah, let's, let's fucking reload it. Look at that. Oh, look at that. Look at that. I want to go with this guy and shoot some. I want to be on his thing. By the way, this was published in January of this year. He shoots beautiful fucking video. Yo, John Manns, let's go swimming with this guy. John Manns. Someone call John Manns. It's my, my DP from Trip Flip and, and Birth Conqueror. One of them from Birth Conqueror. Another guy, Scott Sands. This is, by the way, I ended up starting, I just watched a bunch of videos of people, um, <laughs> someone was hungry, I watched the ultimate BLT sandwich, not a great BLT, this one in this video, this guy makes with pancetta, I think. Then I googled how to make Cuban bread, something I will be doing. If you've never been to Tampa and never had authentic Cuban bread in Tampa, Miami, I don't know, Orlando I'm sure has it, it's real airy and crispy. And this guy not only makes the best Cuban bread recipe I've seen, but he is one of the most interesting guys to listen to make bread, okay? Now, I want you to hear this. I started watching this video, and then I started listening to the rate of utterance and like the, the sing-songiness he had about his Cuban And I realized I'm not watching him make bread anymore. I'm just almost like he's calling a racehorse, like he's calling a, a horse race. This guy was fucking awesome. Listen to this guy talk about making Cuban bread. Flour at once. Because while you can add liquid to a too dry dough, it's a thousand times easier to add flour to a wet dough. So what we'll do is knead that as shown until it comes together. And while we're kneading it, we're feeling it. And what we're feeling for is the dough becoming too sticky. And we'll know because it'll start to stick to the table or our hands. So bottom line, knead it and keep kneading until either it comes out perfectly or you have to add a little more flour, which is what I'm doing here. So we'll simply stop and dust on a little more flour and we'll continue on repeating that step if necessary until we are completely happy with how our dough feels. And for virtually all breads, what we're going for is a dough that's nice and soft and supple with just a little bit of tackiness on the surface Okay, not sticky, just slightly, slightly tacky. And also, it should definitely have some elasticity to it. Right? When we poke it with our fingers, it should spring back a little bit. Right? If those depressions just stay where they are and don't spring back at all, we need to knead a little bit more. And then once we determine our dough looks and feels perfect, we'll go ahead and place <laughs> yeah, that in a bowl this and coat the surface with a little bit of oil so it doesn't dry out. Then dry out. At which point I like to cover that with a barely damp towel, barely damp towel. and transfer that into some kind of warm spot. Warm spot. <laughs> I just use my turned off oven. No, this will not work in a turned on oven. And what we'll do is let that rise for about two hours about or two so, hours I double. Or until it at least doubles in size. And hopefully it looks like this. And of course, as tradition would dictate, you got to poke it with your finger a couple times. Because it feels so good. And then what we'll do at this point is transfer our risen dough onto a lightly floured surface. And press it down with lightly floured hands into some kind of square rectangle. And we always do this for the same two reasons. Number one, to knock the air out. And two, so that we form some kind of shape that's easy to cut into portions. And since I'm doing two loaves here, I'll go ahead and divide that in half. Although I probably should have gone the long way. But that was too late. I probably shouldn't even have mentioned anything. And then each one of those, I'm going to press and pull into some kind of rectangle shape. I, I watched every video this guy has because of his voice. You can put a beat to that. Uh, and it lines up perfectly. <clears throat> the thing I like about his videos is that when he does his descriptions, it's almost like he wrote every sentence out only once. And he does it. Read them all together. I like that he called himself out for improperly cutting the dough. I probably should have done that sideways. I probably shouldn't have even mentioned it. This guy is fucking awesome. And by the way, he makes really good Cuban bread. It looks really great. So I'm going to make your recipe food wishes. And uh, 
Someone was like, wow, Bert was really angry last week. I think it was because I was hot and I was drunk. <gasps> MTV Cribs, 3-6 Mafia. Oh, my God. So I was around during the MTV Cribs era. And what it was, it was, <laughs> it was you know, seeing opulence. It was back when, like, Limp Biscuit and Korn and Justin Timberlake and Britney Spears and all the big... Like everyone was making big money from records. It was right before Napster really took, not the internet really took over and the music business kind of turned into what it is now. And so Cribs, if you don't know, and I'm sure you do know, was a show where they'd walk around and you'd see stars houses and you'd get glimpses of how, I remember, by the way, it set precedence for how I wanted to live my life. I saw this at an impressionable age, like 26 years old, 25 years old, 24 years old. And I was like, bro, when I hit it big, this is, I swear to you all my children, I was like, okay, I'll be a millionaire by 30. Definitely. I'm going to be a millionaire by 30. That's what I'm going to buy. I'm going to, I'm going to hold off in a house. I'm going to buy a boat. I'm going to, I'm going to do all my touring via boat. Like that'll be my thing. That'll be my thing. And then I'll show it. Then I'll, I'll pitch it to cribs. Like come see my boat. I only do port cities. So like San Francisco, Portland, uh, LA, San Diego, uh, and then flip around Mexico, uh, Galveston, San Pedro or South Padre Island. Uh, I'll use Houston. Like I'll drive into Houston, but I'm, I'm coming back to my boat every night. It was just, brilliant idea I had it was all based on cribs so then I was like I was laying in bed I was like I haven't seen a good cribs I haven't seen a good cribs in a while what's a good one and the one that just came up was on the side it was three six mafia tell me if you tell me if I can tell you see if I can tell you what makes me laugh so hard about this okay see if you can figure out by the way this is three six mafia's vacation home in Florida Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how man. I feel a whole lot better. Let's check it out. This is the entry. This is the entry. It's called a foyer. This is the entry. It's called a foyer. Foyer. This is the entry. So, like, had they possibly ever owned this house? <laughs> had this house not been entirely staged for Crips? Had this not been a house simply on the market in South Florida that a realtor had staged and allowed them to borrow to shoot their episode of Cribs. <laughs> and by the way, I, 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 got, I got a sniff of what, that this was bullshit when I uh, saw all the cars in the front and they had, uh, and he's like, yeah, we haven't washed these. <laughs> I was like, okay, all right. The dining room table. This is where we have all the mafia meetings. How racist is it that some manager stocked their kitchen with fried chicken? Then this, by the way, this room, this place has only been staged in three places for the Three Six Mafia. This, where they've laid out Kentucky Fried Chicken, which maybe could have been Three Six Mafia's request. I'm guessing, I'm hoping that some white person didn't do it. But this is such. This is the dining table where we hold all our three six mafia meetings. It's just a dining table. This, if you've ever gone house shopping, this has just been staged by a realtor. Tennessee. And then, and then their fridge. What would be in their fridge? Other, I mean, clearly, it wouldn't just be beer. You know, I spent two hundred, three hundred dollars on on Chris Dow. We don't do that. We think that's a waste, man. But I am still thirsty. Someone send the assistant down to a Piggly Wiggly and pick up about 10 cases of Bud Light so we can shove them in the fridge and make it look like they live here instead of this empty fridge where everyone will reek out. Not We haven't even gotten to the places where they don't even know what the room is. They've never been. They've been in this house. This is their first time in this house, and they are giving you a guided tour of this house. By the way, I would do a show just of 3-6 Mafia showing houses on on uh, HDTV that, because they're so funny in that... They're just being real. They don't know what the fuck this is. It's part of the business. Like, sure, come see our crib. We definitely don't live here. But why Why can't we be real estate agents for a day? <laughs> That's basically them giving you a guided tour. Trash compactor, dishwasher. Trash compactor, dishwasher. He's basically showing you the amenities in the house. Hi, MTV Cribs. How are you doing? What? That guy, I don't know his name, the, the guy with the hat, the guy with the fedora, is 
the he's the lightheartedness of this. Uh, he's the one that's keeping it loose. Uh, the one with the one with the uh, the uh, cast on his hand. He uh, is more like he's like it's he really is his house technically. Watch. This is the main kicking it room. The main kicking it room. Got the forty two inch plasma. 42-inch plasma. By the way, I'm looking at a fucking 70-inch plasma in my house. Since this is the vacation crib, we ain't got our whole DVD collection here, but we do got some of the most important... I'm sorry. Do you just have empty cabinets? They're empty. The cabinets are all empty, but they do have some DVDs. What DVDs do they have? We got our two movies. They're two movies. Go watch them. Yeah, that's, they're, they're, there's a lightheartedness. Let's share the living room. Let's share the living room. No, no, no just think. If you're watching 3-6 Mafia's living room, the place where they hang out all the time, this is their living room. Don't you think there would be like little hints of their personality? Nope. This is where we pass out at. Show them, show them how comfortable the couch is. We love it so much we did green. <laughs> we love it so much we did gray. Yeah, money green, man. The money oh, green, green. green. Now they're defending the realtor's choices. We loved it so much we did Money Green. They're defending the realtor's choices. Don't just hold the camera. Feel the couch, man. Feel it. Feel it. Touch it. <laughs> He's overselling it. And this is what I was like, wait, I don't think this is their house. We're going to bedroom. Bedroom. This totally looks like where they we'll sleep. start off with the double D room. The yes. drunk driver's room. This definitely looks like their taste. Totally. Pastels. If I, when I think Three Six Mafia, I think pastels uh, and lilies. Yep. They're the lilies up front. Pastels, little reading couch. By the way, I'm, I'm harping on this too much. I'm shitting on the Three Six Mafia when I'm not. We're going to pack them in here. Okay, there's 30 or 40 of them. We're going to pack them in here. I love this room. You got to watch it. You hit your... Yeah! Put on that Jimmy hat. I go to walk and 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 walk. Hey, blue suede shoes from Tennessee. Blue suede shoes, baby. Why am I watching a shitty show? By the way, I went and I found out that there's uh, a whole channel dedicated to Cribs lying. And, and all the people that got caught lying and all the trouble they got into. Ja Rule got caught lying. Um, everyone. Apparently, Cribs was horseshit. Very few people lived in those houses. The entire series of Cribs. And that started with me watching the Three Six Mafia was I was like, this doesn't look like their taste. It kind of sucks. It sucks. That breaks my heart. The entire Cribs was a lie. They never once. Like, I mean, they, I'm sure there were one or two that were, were real. Steve-O's was real. He had his apartment. Well, you know, they talked about Redman. So they wanted Redman to do one where they rent a house for him and then he shows it around. And Redman's like, no, my mom's going to watch that. And they were like, well, who cares? And Redman's like, I do. I'll show you where I live. And Redman showed him their house. By the way, the most memorable Cribs ever was when, hey, you fucking shitty fucking producers, how much do I rail on bad television producers? It's just people who want to get the job done and go home and get drunk. That's it. By the way, I'm not that guy. When I'm into something, I get passionate about it. I got to get the fuck out of here so I can get drunk. But it's bad television production. I want to find out the producers on these episodes and I want to have them on the show. Here's here's my shout out, okay? If you can help me out, if anyone knows, I want I want a Cribs producer. I want to have him on the podcast. I want a Cribs producer who's now like out of the business. And I and like I want to pull back and I want to know every find out. Can you Google um, producers on Cribs? I would love to hear about that. This is all triathlon stuff. 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 This is all... Oh, that's uh, my old boss at Travel Channel. Travel Channel is 30 or 31 years old. It was founded in 1987. Hey, go fuck yourself. You realize I got fired from there, right? Who bought you? Fucking asshole. Uh, Leanne was watching Queen, and that technically is it. Garth Bardsley and Nicola Darash. That's who created it? Executive producers. Okay, hold on. There was something I wanted to show everyone. Oh, catch these hands. Catch these hands. Do you know what I'm talking about? 
Do you know what I'm talking about? I think so. I said, oh, this is, this is what we're going to close on. Cause I got to get out of here. I got to go down to the Elk Segundo comedy festival. I tweeted the other day this week on this week. I watched singing in the rain. Norm MacDonald, best Norm MacDonald jokes. I'm still watching that. Legions of Skanks. By the way, this is all the shit I tweeted. Whoever Brian Callen's acting with is fucking hilarious. Julia R. Jones, <clears throat> white woman calls the police on black family for having a barbecue. Someone gave me a really ridiculous joint. Um, this is my Twitter right now. But wait, I want to find this. Catch these hands. Oh, this cop grew up in this neighborhood. This is the mo- one of the most interesting... Th- I mean, I'm sure you've seen this. This is one of the most interesting things I've seen on the internet in a while. How do I get... There we go. Let's get out of this Twitter. No offense, but... If, okay. No offense, but if you're going to hear... Okay, keep walking then. Keep walking then. So this cop comes in for a domestic dispute call. The daughter broke... He's dealt with his family a lot. The daughter broke a window. The son is out there... Um, <clears throat> Uh, cleaning up the window with a broom and the cop is trying to deal with what's going down and you know look I'm not defending anybody I'm not saying anything this video speaks for itself but the kid clearly is dealing with a fucked up family his mom in later videos we find out stole money from is stealing money from them their mom has a drug problem I'm pretty sure and this kid's got a fucked up family he doesn't have a lot of respect for authority he's going out to sweep up a fucking thing that I think the cop's making him do and he gets mouthy with the cop and it says this cop grew up in the neighborhood tells the teen throw hands and that he won't arrest him after it have you seen this yeah first of all you're not a police officer right did you go to law school did you go to police officer school you have a badge did you go through the academy so do you know the charges or no so you went to court once or twice so all of a sudden now you know the law so you went to court once or twice so all of a sudden now you know the law first of all don't tell me how to do my job all right i'm gonna i just fucking got here i just got here you don't even know me if you want to do something do something then son by the way this sounds like gary owen this, by the way, all I could envision was Gary Owen. You know who Gary Owen is? Fantastic comedian, white guy who does black rooms, and is this is how Gary Owen talks? Like, it, it, I think there's a white guy, guy, a guy or a Mexican guy, maybe, but kid, little kid. I just got here trying to threaten me, son. You call me over here and then you trying to threaten me, son? I'll slap you on some silvers and take you down to county. That's what I got to do because what you going to do? False arrest? False arrest? You didn't just point that stick at me? You did point the stick. point that stick at me? Yeah, my camera's on. You see that red dot? It's on. It's on. It's on. Fucking love this cop. Kind of. Sure. Kind of. Sure. No, you watch what you say. You watch what you say. You watch what you say, kid. I don't know who you think you're talking to, but first of all, you don't talk to me like that. You understand that? I'm here to help you. I'm here to help you. And all of a sudden, before I even got here, you're like, y'all motherfuckers ain't going to do shit. I just got here. It's very clear this guy did grow up in that neighborhood. Y'all motherfuckers ain't going to do shit. I don't never, I don't, will never end up sounding like that ever. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. By the way, this cop must be in the neighborhood a lot. If the one, who says fuck you do to a cop? Yes. I'm not here, motherfucker. You're a rookie, bitch. I'm not here. You're a rookie, bitch. Shut up. Uh-uh. Oh, he pushes him. Is it? Yeah, bitch. Is it because you went to court once or twice? You mean I know my laws, bitch. Ma'am, if we find her, she's gonna be arrested for criminal. He goes right back to cop. He's talking about the daughter. Ma'am, if we find her, but he pushed that guy in the chest hard as fuck. Did she hit you today? Fuck you mean? Put your hand Shut the fuck up. Shut Did the she fuck hit you up. today? Watch I'm not it. a fucking nigga. She, you watch your fucking mouth. She did hit you today? We in America. We in America. We in America. You don't see this bracelet right here? What have you done for America? What you done for this fucking America? Clean up the fucking glass, bitch. You ain't done shit. Clean up the fucking glass, bitch. You ain't done shit. You fucking scared. You scared. right here, man. You scared. Catch these hands. You fucking scared. As soon as I put my hands on your punk ass, I know how it's going to Watch this. I'm not even going to take you to jail. I'll give you the freedom of that. Man, you a goddamn... By the way, we all know how that works out. We all know how that works out. Someone who is a cop, we've seen it in stripes. I'll let you get the first shot. It never works out the way you think it is. It never works out. But this kid clearly hasn't seen stripes. I put one or two. Shit. Really? See, I'm not stupid. You ain't about to mace me. Now. I won't even. T- ma- oh, ma- I'm turning down my radio God. so I can really? hear the bullshit coming out of your mouth. Really? I call you out here for my purpose, and you yeah. and my son are. Come on now, really? 
Well, first of all, your son's got a fucking mouth on him. Yes, he does. I know he does. I know he does. Okay, okay, yes. I have some problem with authority. Well, discipline needs to be an issue. Alright? Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Discipline needs to be an issue, ma'am. Obviously there's a juvenile obviously there's a disciplinary issue right here. Okay. I ain't no juvenile. Okay. Okay. You wanna throw some hands, man? We can throw some hands and I won't even arrest you, man. What do you want me to do for you to put some hands on me? You want me to put my pistol away? You want me to put my badge away? By the way, I had a laundry list of what I wanted him to do before I put hands on him. Okay. A, I want you to I want you to put your pistol and your and your taser and your flashlight. I want to put all your weapons in your trunk. I want you to put, lock your trunk. I want you to take off. I want you to keep on your bulletproof vest. I think that'll slow you down. This is all the list. Okay. I want sunglasses on. It's getting dusky. I want to have you. In, <laughs> I was uh, thinking of all the things I'd say to this cop. How about clocking out? How about, clock- <laughs> how, about how about signing a paper of consent? <laughs> I'll be back tonight, then. Yeah, come back tonight. Okay. Yeah, come, come back, back tonight. But in the meantime, I'm right here. No, I'm not gonna touch you while you got. Yeah, well, of course not. You're not. He's scared, son. Yeah, but come on, cop. There. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He is scared. <laughs> yeah. There yeah. is. Yeah. I can't just take your word on it that if I throw a punch on you, you're gonna be like, you know what? He beat the fuck out of me. He took my gun. He tasered me. <laughs> he took my baton and shoved it up my ass. But I promised. Yeah, I just ain't gonna get in that charge. On the- you run your mouth. He's scared. I just told him I wasn't gonna arrest him. I told, I'm not even going to taste. By the way, swing over here and watch this. And you still going to run your mind? You still scared? Swing over here and watch it. That's how good this is. Am I right or am I wrong? You scared, right? Is that how we do it on the inside, right? You want these hands? You can have them. You want these hands? You can have them. I won't even arrest you, son. You scared. You a bitch. That's what you is. You a bitch. That's why everybody around here going to fucking punk your bitch ass. Because you ain't nothing but a pussy. Fuck you. You fuck you, bitch. Yeah. What's your last name, man? Uh, yeah, let's bleep that out. Let's, I wish we got a better blur. I'm done with you, dude. If you ain't gonna throw hands, then oh shut God, the fuck up. If you ain't gonna, you just ended it. Watch this. Okay. Here you ain't gonna fucking throw hands. You guys ready? Fucking do something. You ready? Did I not just touch you? Huh? Did I not just touch you? Look at this. They're fighting. Cameras all over the place. Cameras all over the place. Here we go. I'll be. Here, here we go. Another cop is running up. Another cop is running up. It's another body cam. And he's got him in a headlock. He flips him over. He's on his back. He's punching him. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Don't do it. Don't do it. So what the fuck? Ten, eleven, twelve. Why are you fucking out? Hold on. What the fuck? Don't arrest him. Don't arrest him. What the fuck? See, I thought it was going to be a one-on-one. What type of shit was that? My partner didn't fucking do nothing. He beats him up again. Now the cop's face. I'm going to hide. Cop's Mexican. Okay, can I tell you why this is such a an interesting video? And we'll end on this. Can I tell you why this is such an interesting video? He said don't arrest him? He said don't arrest him. Good for him. You ready for this? The next day. Same cop, same house. What's up, man? Long time no see, brother. You doing all right? You doing better? For one little rookie motherfucker, you Yeah, I put one on you, didn't I? It should have never happened, though. That's my fault. No, no, it's cool. I love when an officer is angry about that bullshit. Well, no, see, no, 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 that shit over. Oh, you always got respect down there. I got you, man. That's, yeah, that's, no, that's take your ass. Still take incorrect. No, it's still cool What you shit. over here doing, man? He comes back the next day and the goo's got, I got respect for you. He's like, I put one on you, didn't I? <laughs> I was fucking fascinated. I hope that cotton, I don't look, I don't know what it's like to be a cop. I make jokes, you know, obviously, I don't know what it's like to be a cop. I don't know what it's like to work in that part of the neighborhood and have to deal with people that some sometimes I think you have family members in your in the own way of you trying to succeed. And I don't know. I don't know any of that shit. All I know is that uh, that fucking cop, I guess, did what I, I mean, I, I can't stand behind it because I can't. I would just separate myself from the situation. But I guess as a police officer, you can't. And you don't want to take this kid to jail for just running his mouth. You know he means no harm. He's not a threat. He's just upset he had a family situation. But you're going to teach him a lesson. I don't know. I don't know. He's staying ahead of the curve. Shout out to Gary Owen for a great fucking... Gary Owen could redo that in a heartbeat. Animate it.
I want Gary Owen to redo fucking videos like that. Yo, you coming down to the fucking Funny Bone Liberty Township this weekend? Put these, you want these hands? You'll get these hands. I fucking, all right. This is a great uh, episode of, uh, how many minutes did we do? We're almost at an hour. Almost at an hour. Yeah. I'm going to try to keep these in an hour for you guys. Uh, we're doing, redid, we redid the man cave. So we're going to try to get it so that um, these videos can come up on the screen or we can air them the way we are kind of airing them now so that they're in the video box, but that Halsey can see them too and comment. We just rewired the man cave. So that's, that's coming up. Uh, the podcast this week is with Keith and the girl. Next week is Rob Riggle. No. Next week is Eddie Bravo and Sam Tripoli. Never mind. Eddie Bravo and Sam Tripoli. Rob Regal the week after that. Uh, unless, I, I don't know. Here's how the podcast works. Sometimes people is, oh my God, I got to bring my podcasting equipment down there. The podcast works this way is that sometimes I record one and then I have friends going, hey man, I'm going, I'm doing a tour. Sam Tripoli and and, uh, and and Eddie Bravo are doing a tour the week after of the 22nd the 22nd is when we'd release it but that weekend they're on tour on the I think the Pacific North Coast Pacific Northwest so I want to make sure they're my friends Eddie's a fucking legend I want to make sure that they get the they get the notoriety that everyone knows about their tour. So check out samtripoli.com or eddiebravo.com I think is the 10th planet jiu jitsu or whatever but they are going on tour um so come and see them and uh and that's it for uh for open tabs i appreciate everyone listening um that was a pretty good episode this weekend will be better i'm in liberty township i will be hunkered down saturday googling stuff once again if you find interesting shit on the internet that you think's interesting be it diving into the bottom of caves and opening up air tanks or spear fishing miami skin diver i think is the guy that i like on Twitter. Oh, your favorite diver? One of my favorite. Well, Kimmy oh. Werner's my favorite oh. free diver. Miami Skin Diver is my fa- one of my favorite on Instagram. He simply has a... I know so much about these people, it's fucking creepy. Kimmy Werner has a lizard that comes and eats lunch with her every day. And she feeds the lizard. And what she does is she puts out salmon skin and flies come to the salmon skin and the lizard eats the... Dude, it's really fucking fascinating. Miami Skin Diver, I think his name. Um, the guy I'm doing the Gundove Comedy Fest with, which I leave in four minutes. Um... Dave, Dave Williamson, he will be with me in Birmingham, Alabama in June. Make sure to meet, see me, Sal Volcano, and uh, Kyle Kinane, and Nate Bargatze in Detro- Buffalo, Chicago, and Detroit, respect- respectfully, respectively, on the 21st, 22nd, and 23rd of June. Make sure to get your tickets. Those are going to sell out. And uh, But yeah, he introduced me to Miami Skin Diver. I think it's Miami Skin Diver. Let me check real quick, just to... Because this guy's pretty... He's got a really great Twitter. Skin Diver. Is it Miami Skin Diver? On Instagram? Christopher Andrew Taverns. Yep. It's Miami Skin Diver. This guy's got a great fucking Instagram. Let's real quick just take a look at some of his fucking... Like, just look at this picture. Tell me that you don't want to do this. Look at this. He's got a hoghead grouper right there. He's about... By the way, I'm going to hit this guy up. I want, he's in San Salvador. Oh, and Rum, Rum K in the Bahamas. This got to be what? As deep as... Tw- how, how deep do you think that is? Oh, I don't know. 40, 30? After my triathlon, I'll be able to do that a little more a- aptly. It's about... No, it's, I don't think it's 40 feet. It's definitely not 40 feet. Probably 20 feet. 20, 30, Yeah, maybe. probably 20 feet. Yeah. This guy's got a great Instagram. Miami Skin Diver. Look at this fucking picture of these fish. By the way, these are pompanos he caught. African pompanos. I got you, Playboy. I work on your... I, I mean, I could... I, I know he lives in Miami. His website's MiamiSkinDiver.com. He can take you uh, spearfishing if you want to do that. I do want to do that. I'm going to hit this guy up. If I'm over there, <laughs> over there for like an extended period, I'm going to hit this guy up. I want to go to the Bahamas and go spearfishing. He uses a Hawaiian sling. By the way, I've never spearfished in my fucking life, but I know these things because I've done enough research on fucking spearfishing. Wait, take a look at this. Let's get, okay, get away. Get out of here. Jesus Christ. How do I, let's just fucking, he just got, Let's just see him one time. Just go in and grab something. He goes down to the bottom. This is deeper than 20 feet where he's going. But this guy's a pro. This is way deeper. Oh, this I actually saw him catch this fish already. Let's get out of here. Why is it not getting... All right. Fucking... All right, okay. This is over. 
This episode's over. I got to get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Um, I will tell you. How do I fucking stop this? My name is Skin Diver. You're all over my shit, bro. All right. That's the episode. No music today. I'm running late. Uh, uh, by the way, if you're into triathlons, or you're interested in triathlons, or you're uh, if you're an expert on triathlons, uh, please hit me up. I'd love to have you on my podcast. Um, if you're a spear fisherman, <laughs> open invite to spear fisherman. But we got to go spear fishing together in shallow water. I can only do like 15 feet. <laughs> it's got to be cherry pickings of spear fishing. And uh, and that's today's uh, open tabs. Have a great week. I love you with all my heart. Liberty Township, I will see you this weekend. And then I am on break for three weeks. No booze, triathlon training. I'm doing half a mile swims every day. I'm doing three mile jogs. I'm going to spin class, soul cycle. I'm changing this fucking body. I was out of breath because I smoked weed with Ari yesterday. And I got on that fucking treadmill, that, that Satan's tool of fucking that is the assault fitness and I was huffing and puffing. You want a great workout? Aptive is the workout rap app. A A P T I V. Okay. My guy is hang on. Tell me if my guy on, I know that I'm fucking supposed to finish this, but I just had this today. I'm, I'm leaving. I'm leaving. I'm leaving. Hang on. Akeem is his name. Tell me if, hang on. Tell me if, hang on. God damn it. Where's Akeem? Let me just, let me, tell me if Akeem doesn't sound like Sherrod Small. Do you know who Sherrod Small is? Mm. Play Sherrod Small if you could on that. And I feel like I'm working out with Sherrod Small. High intensity, technical, fun and supportive. See all trainers. Akeem. Why, why wouldn't you put this? Hey, Aptive. Oh, here. Okay. He is African American. Tell me if he doesn't sound like Sherrod Small. Hey, Team Aptive. My name is Akeem, and I'm here to help you perfect your technical training. That, okay, never mind. That was... In, okay, I'm sorry. I apologize. He does not sound like Sherrod Small. He did this morning, though. He sounded just like Sherrod Small. All right. Have a great week. I love you guys with all my heart. Uh, I'll see you next week. This episode was brought to you by The Machine.